morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. Today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. On 7.31 a.m. today, we have stories in sports. We have a story in entertainment. Then we're going to wrap things up with some stuff over in gaming. So coming on to break that down is the one, the only. I usually call him Sir Elton Jones, but, you know, we had some conversations before the show was going, and I think today it's going to be Uncle Elton Jones. So what do we think about that? Uncle Elton Jones, welcome to the show. Bo, I've been having a lot of old man moments lately. Like, I'm on the train and the kids start dancing. I'm like, ah, it's too loud. It's too cold outside. It's too hot. I sound like an angry grandpa every moment of the day, Bo. It's kind of embarrassing. Well, Uncle Elton Jones, we can get into 731. We'll get into a a thing that you do know, and that is over in gaming. We'll we'll touch on that at Mm -hmm. the end of the show. We're going to start 731 AM by saying happy birthday to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, obviously, you know, you could talk about the basketball. You could talk about a lot of things. I mean, he's been a great businessman since he's really kind of reached that celebrity status, that A-lister status. He's been phenomenal. And honestly, he's a guy I I really do, like, relate to. He, he's a guy who just loves basketball. And that's it. He just wants to play. He doesn't care about a lot of the other stuff that comes with it. Well, I got a funny story about Kevin Durant. My high school basketball coach played high school basketball with Kevin Durant. They went to Oak Hill together. Oak Hill is one of the best basketball prep schools in the world. Maybe the greatest basketball prep school of all time. Well, it was Halloween and the team went to go see a scary movie. So they they saw the movie The Omen and they get back from the theater. Lights go out. You know, everyone's got to get to bed. It's a prep school. And my coach gets a knock on his door like 15, 20 minutes after lights out. He opens it. It's Kevin Durant. Kevin's going, yo, Jay, like JR, I can't sleep, man. Can, can I sleep on the floor? <laughs> so my coach lets him, you know, lets him sleep on the floor. And then what was just going to be one night eventually turned into like 10 days, two weeks. And Kevin Durant just could not get this movie out of his head. He had to bunk essentially with my high school basketball coach for like two weeks. He was just so terrified of this movie. And uh, I I love that story, man. That one gets me every single time. Uh, Kevin Durant was recently spotted playing some pickleball, which is actually a pretty good segue into our first story. And that is in sports. Sports. LeBron James has bought a pickleball team. LeBron James is becoming an owner of a major league pickleball team with his life, uh, with his longtime business partner, Maverick Carter. He joins Drew Brees and our very own boss, Gary V, as other owners in the league. Also on LeBron's ownership group is Kevin Love and Draymond Green. And this deal is kind of part of a four-team expansion for Major League Pickleball. I believe they're going from 12 teams to 16 teams. You know, there's so many celebrities who have fallen in love with this sport. And this is just one of the biggest milestones probably for the sport of pickleball. Uh, The nickname that I gave Elton Jones before this show was Uncle Elton Jones because he he was talking about it. He called it paddle ball. (laughs) It's it's pickleball. But you know what, Elton? We, We still love you, brother. This is a huge story for pickleball, no doubt about it. LeBron and Maverick Carter are very, very savvy businessmen. They they know exactly what's coming up next, what's hot, and 
you know, this is not the first time LeBron has dabbled in ownership. He is part of the Fenway Sports Group, which is uh, in charge of the Boston Red Sox ownership. They're also in charge of Liverpool over in Europe. And uh, yeah, he will continue to do this. They, a lot of people think that this eventually turns into LeBron owning an NBA team in Las Vegas where he might be able to go play with his two sons. Elton, but that's mm. that's just the spicy stuff. You know what I mean? That's that's the Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania type conversations. We, yeah, oh, yeah. We're talking dirt oh, sheet yeah, stuff Oh, now. yeah. That's, that's the real nitty-gritty stuff. Uh, Elton, we got one more story in sports, and that is the Thursday night football preview. It is the Bengals taking on the Dolphins. If you listened to the show last week, you might have made some money because I, I was telling people, Elton, you know, Najee Harris, he's had a bad start to the season. I didn't necessarily believe in him, but he's due. The man is due to score. So we said Najee Harris to score a touchdown, and it hit. He would go on to score in that game. And if people were taking the 7.31 a.m. Thursday night football prop bet of the week, they might have been making some money. The Bengals are favored by four points for Thursday night's game against the Dolphins. Eh, a little surprising. The Dolphins look pretty good. I think there's some worries about Tua Tagovailoa's injuries and, and health, but I love this bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's a wild one, guys. We're, we're going back to just gunslinging, and we're doing just crazy shit. We're going from the top rope, right? Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, 100 yards receiving, and one touchdown each. You can get that for plus 800 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I think this thing's going to be a shootout. I'm expecting a lot of points. Uh, neither of these teams have, like, defenses are that intimidating, especially the Bengals. But um, the Dolphins are a pretty well-rounded team. I think if they were to take a lead, the Bengals got to be slinging it all night long. And I just see a scenario where both these guys get 100 yards and a touchdown each. And that's at plus 800. Why not let it fly? Elton, you're going to like this story. It's our third story of the day. It's in entertainment. And the new Blade movie is looking for a new director. Entertainment. Morrow Studios Blade will no longer have Bassam Tariq as its director. This is only a month away, Elton. This is like, I mean, dude, if this wasn't Marvel or, D, uh, or Disney, you would say that this is a bad sign. This is a concern. To have your director leave a project just a month before it's about to start with a huge star at the front of it, you know, Mahershala Ali. He's going to stay on in a producing role. We do not have any word yet on who will replace him. Elton, does this scare you at all? I'm beyond paranoid at this point because yep. my IG was filled with just a whole bunch of like MCU uh, fan pages posting up like leaks about the script is like 90 pages long and only has two action sequences. Come on, Feige. Get it right. We need at least 10 action sequences, a post-credit sword fight. We need everything in this Blade movie to just hit from jump. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the rumors are not great. You know, you want to leave them at bay a little bit because they're just rumors. But I am curious to see how this thing comes out. So, Elton, we got two stories in gaming. You got to break it down for me. Gaming. Yes, Uncle Grandpa, Uncle Elton is back. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to get back to my young boy boss for this one. Though. I know about this stuff for sure. I got to salute Electronic Arts. They have this whole Originals label, right? They've released some really dope games like A Way Out, It Takes Two, and those uh, the two Unravel games. Now, the EA Originals label, they're working alongside Koei Tecmo. They have a development studio called Omega Force. They're going to put out their very own hunting game. It looks to rival Capcom's Monster Hunter series, pretty much. So the name of this new game is called Wild Hearts. 
It's set in a fantastical version of feudal Japan and has players dueling with massive beasts called kimono. Now, the ancient weaponry you utilize against those creatures is called karakuri. Now, you can hunt by yourself or with two other players as you attempt to take down all these big mythical monsters with these varied tools and gear like swords and some type of like mechanism that like you can build something like a, a platform to jump off of right there and right then and there. Game looks dope. New trailer came out. Might be one of those like dark horse like game of the year contenders next year. So Wild Hearts is planned for release on February 17th, 2023. Now we got to talk about some game delays. It's been a while since I've done one. So you guys remember Skull and Bones, right? It's this upcoming pirate game from Ubisoft that was set to launch on November 8th. Now it's gotten yet another delay. Skull and Bones has been pushed all the way into next year and will come out on March 9th. Now Ubisoft's statement about the delay is as follows. We're very eager for you all to get your hands on Skull and Bones and dive in headfirst to the dangerous and exciting world of building your own pirate empire. To give you the best possible experience, we decided to take a little more time to make sure we can deliver exactly that. Now, Conspiracy Theory Jones. Let's get into this. Skull and Bones got pushed out of its November 8th release date, I think for two reasons. Reason one, Sonic Frontiers is dropping on November 8th. Reason two, God of War Ragnarok, the, one of the biggest releases of the year, is dropping on November 9th. My gut is telling me Ubisoft didn't want no smoke. Skull and Bones is going to get just get smashed by Sonic and Kratos. Let's move it to next year just to be safe. Move it to March. Not a lot of competition. We'll be okay. I'm just putting it out there, Bo. I think that's the real reason why Skull and Bones got delayed. Also, you got new Call of Duty coming out right around the same that's time. That's a fact. Like By the end of October, you have that. You got Gotham Knights coming out like a week before that. It's just, if you're not a big name franchise, you're going to get smashed. So Ubisoft, I think you played it smart on this one. Yeah, the same thing happens in the movie industry, right? Like, you know, you look at weekends where it's like, yo, Avengers <laughs> comes out May May 10th. Well, we, we won't be releasing our movies on May 10th. You know, like you just, you can't compete against some of those big dogs. So um, I get it. Still hope the game is solid, right? And probably gets pushed maybe to like february 1 is that a with this i'm guessing ubisoft is like we're officially locked in this is going to be our final date and at this point it's like we have one other pirate game uh sea of thieves ubisoft is like we gotta knock this one out the park there are not enough pirate games out here this one has to hit there was a there was a you know uncharted has some pirate vibes in it right because you're like you're looking for some treasure hunting a little bit um Especially the fourth, the fourth game had some had some pirate vibes to it, which I thought was pretty funny. But Ellen, great work as always, dog. Thanks for catching us up in the uh, the gaming world. Always appreciate you both, Uncle Elton. That's gonna be it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com. Follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Hop into the Discord. That's where you go. Become part of the family. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. 